And we are back with another episode of What the Bleep Are They Talking About, the podcast where we help you understand what they're talking about in the news today. I'm Jack, and uh, as always, we are with the fabulous Jennifer. I never get tired of hearing that. Hey, everybody. And before we get started, make sure you like and subscribe down below. Share our content with your friends and enemies. And comment and let us know if you love us or if you hate us. I'm still rolling with the You are rolling with the enemies thing or your frenemies. Those are those are a thing. Those are a thing. Is that just a friend that's also your enemy or I don't know. Or you like them sometimes and you hate them sometimes. I guess that's like I, both Batman and the Joker. Yeah. I feel like they're frenemies because mm. this is the second Batman reference we've had. Well, I think the Joker is I think Batman is a frenemy of the Joker, but I think the Joker is an enemy of Batman. That's fair. That's fair. Because I think the Joker, like, really thinks that Batman's, like, like this is just a game. This At is least just a thing that I've we do. At least from Lego Batman, the movie. Yes. We have not watched that yet. We've not watched that yet. I haven't even finished the Lego movie yet. So, anyway, we digress. Did I talk about the social media that you guys you should did. go and follow us on? So, there's, there's YouTube, which, if you're here, you probably <laughs> found that one. And then Instagram, all of them. Just go like them. Our Instagram is BatmanDude27. It's not that. Don't don't it go is follow Achenbach him. for Congress. But let's see. The article we have today is from the Associated Press, and it's in regards to the fact that two anchors of the COVID safety net are ending, and it could affect millions. And I think we've probably talked about both of these safety nets and both of these programs before, if I'm not wrong. Mm, which ones are they talking about? Because I know of the... Um, the federal unemployment aid. What that is the other one they're talking looks about? like one that they're talking about. And mm -hmm. then lose all unemployment benefits and the federal eviction moratorium that has already expired. Okay, so it's really just one anchor of the COVID safety net that is ending and the other has ended. Yeah. Okay. But ending makes for a better headline, don't it you does. think? Well, thank you, Associated Press. Mary Tabanirar. Is that how you pronounce that? No, I don't think so. It is now. Went 15 months without a paycheck. That is a long time. That is a very long time. And I do have some statistics. Um, I posted about this on Instagram. I thought it was actually very interesting. Which you all should go like and subscribe. Actually, I cannot pull it up. Or actually, I cannot see. I need to get it on my phone. Mm, let's see. Okay, I don't have it. But I think it was something around 3 million Americans on average had not received a paycheck in 16 months. Jeez. Mm -hmm. No, I'm sorry. It was greater than 27 weeks. So which would include 16 months. And that was on average. So that was from the, the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Gotcha. Um, I just thought that was interesting. That's why I brought it up. Yeah. Um, so she is not alone. A housekeeper at the Hilton Hawaii Vig Village Resort in Honolulu. Oh, especially Hawaii. That's a great place to be unemployed. Not, uh, isn't their cost of living like crazy? I, yeah, but I'm going for the atmosphere aspect. That's true. Like if you're going to be homeless, you may I as would well be, be on homeless the on the beach. Yeah, really. I mean, they can't kick her out. Like they can't send her. 
Well, they can now because the eviction moratorium is. No, over. I mean like they can't evict her from the state of Hawaii. That's true. And send her like home or not home, but but to some other state. They, yeah. Um, the single mother of two saw her income completely vanish as the virus devastated the hospitality industry. For more than a year, T, I'm going to call her T. Just call her Mary. Mary, oh. Depended entirely on boosted unemployment benefits and a network of local food banks to feed her family. I don't, but the food banks, let's be clear, the food I, banks I are not being impacted. I don't think the food banks impacted. are being impacted. No. Even this summer, as the vaccine, imagine how awesome those food banks have to be in Hawaii. Right. And I'm just kind of joking, but coconuts and pineapples, that's got to be pretty good. Fresh, fresh off the, off the vine. Off the vine. The vine, the coconut vine. <laughs> vine of coconuts. If they could genetically modify a tree to both grow pineapples and coconuts at the same time, that it would be... It would be a pina colada tree. Yes. I am on board. Okay, back to the sad article. Yeah. Even this summer, as the vaccine rollout took hold and the tourists began to travel again, her work was slow to return, peaking at 11 days in August, about half her pre-pandemic workload. I mm -hmm. think we talked about this in the last episode. I, I mentioned that the EIS looked at the, the data from the Bureau of Labor, Labor Statistics, and the restaurant industry or the hospitality industry is still one of the most effective, affected industries mm -hmm. as of our August still. Mary is one of millions of Americans from whom Labor Day 2021 represents a perilous crossroads. Two primary anchors of the government's COVID protection package are ending, or have recently ended. Starting Monday, an estimated 8.9 million people will lose all unemployment benefits. A federal eviction moratorium has also already expired. Although I looked at the Bureau of Labor Statistics and they said that there are currently 8.4 million people that are unemployed. Although, so maybe there's a 500,000 that are still kind of mixed in, not employed or employed. Or... Yeah. While other aspects of pandemic assistance, including rental aid and expanded child tax credit, are still widely available, untold millions of Americans will face Labor Day with a sudden shrunken social safety net. This will be a double whammy of hardship, said Jamie Conteras, secretary-treasurer of the SEIU, a union that represents custodians in office building and food service workers in airports. We're not anywhere near done. People still need help. For millions of people, nothing has changed from a year and a half ago. Well, whose fault is that? Isn't that the government restrictions faults? Maybe. I mean, also the the fear. How much of the media has called it? Oh caused God! It? If the amount of fear for COVID is probably also impacting people from wanting to go back yeah. to restaurants. Yeah. I was I, talking with my sorry my um my stepdad the other day, and he said, "Oh, we don't go to we don't go to restaurants yet, even though we were on our way to a casino." Yeah. Just didn't make any sense. But okay. But there are definitely people who are afraid of going out to, to restaurants and hospitals yeah. and whatnot. Hospitals. Restaurants and hotels and whatnot. Uh, I'm afraid of going to hospitals. I have to go to one every day. I know. Um, but no, I was going to say that um, you have, going back to like the media thing, we have heard like news stories and things like that starting mm -hmm. to slow down about like the Delta variant. So they're like, oh, the cases are actually decreasing, mm -hmm. which is, you know, excellent something we've been waiting for for like two months right now there's a new variant oh the moo the moo the variant. mu mu it's mu it's mu 
Yeah. Okay. It's moving. It's, it's coming from cows. It's from That's cows. disinformation. Oh, we are getting banned. Well, it's like that. Um, <laughs> all I can think of when I see that is that I don't know if you watch Friends. If you're a Friends fan, leave something in the comments that's mm. Friends related. Um, a GIF or something. Margaritas. I don't know if you watch Friends. You clearly I, don't watch Friends. No, I've watched all of the Friends. I do not. You're just not a fan. A fan fan. I'm not a as knowledgeable on random quotes. On the references. From, yeah. Well, anyway, there's the one when Joey and Rachel are living together. Mm -hmm. And he's like, it's a moo point. It's like a cow's opinion. It doesn't matter. It's so funny. It's moo. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how I feel about this new variant at this point. I'm done. It's moo. For those who don't realize, it, the, the correct word is mute. mute. Oh, gosh. Moot. It's a moot point. It's a moot point. That's cute. I like that. It's yeah. a moo point. It's a moo point. So, anyway. Plus, we've always... But I think... I'm pretty sure Fauci came out and said it wouldn't be a, a big problem. Oh, good. Thank you, Fauci. Because, like, I can't do this again. Although, he has been wrong on a lot of things. So, it's he probably going to be the most deadly... It's going to be like... Well, that's what they... Like, that, that was what I saw was... Right. It was like, the newest, most deadly variant yet has hit San Francisco. And I was like... I'm done. If it's like, if this is my time, it's my time. I'm over it. I'm done. So anyway, that was a little bit of a tangent. Sorry about that. But I think I, th I think there's a lot of factors affecting the hospitality industry, from government regulations to fear mongering mm -hmm. to uh, shortages on food, shortages on labor as well. Oh yeah. Um, so there's a lot of things affecting the that industry anyway. So I feel bad for her, because it it really is going to take a long time for that industry to come back. Mm -hmm. She says, it's really scaring me. How can I pay rent if I don't have unemployment and my job is not back? She's not wrong. Now, my, my thought has always been, well, it's been 15 months. You should have been able to find a different job, right? It is a low-skilled job mm -hmm. working in the restaurant industry. And there's plenty the hospitality of- Hospitality industry. Hospitality industry. And there's plenty of low-skilled jobs. But then you also have to consider the fact that she does have two kids. So has she been forced to, not forced, but has she had to make that sacrifice to, you know, be a stay-at-home mom mm -hmm. during this this pandemic? But then again, kids are probably back in school as well. Yeah. And I don't know what, like, Hawaii's restrictions and everything are looking like overall. Uh, I just really haven't done that much research into it. I can't remember. I, I thought they had pretty restrictive. Mm -hmm. But I do have this map from the, and, and you don't have it. Again, this was something I posted on the Instagram the other day. Um, Hawaii has an unemployment rate currently of 7.2 to 8.2, which is one of the highest. Yeah. And and it makes sense. Right. Among those includes California, Nevada, New Mexico, Connecticut, New Jersey, and New York. Mm. Let me get back to this article. I guess my point was with the unemployment rate, I wonder if and we'll see this, will ending these benefits force people to more quickly find jobs? Yeah. Because I think these are locations where they extended or did not end the unemployment benefits. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I guess to me, like, I feel like it's easy to say that here in, like, Florida. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, we got plenty of jobs. That, that, right. But my question is, and something I would have to look more into or we would have to look more into, is since I would assume like a lot of Hawaii revolves around tourism industry, mm -hmm. like what jobs really are there until that industry comes back? I don't know how much weight is in that argument because Florida is a very touristy destination as well. We do, but we also have like, 
We're too many people. Stop coming to Florida. Love you guys, but stop coming to Florida. Stop moving here. Where else can they go? We're full. Um, we're but yeah, I mean, we have Disney. We have Orlando. You have Miami. You have the beaches. But we're also more open. So again, I don't know like how open Hawaii is now. So I can't remember. I know that they do have restrictions to go there. You have to have your your proof of vaccination. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're right. I don't know the the so, restrictions. I just there. don't know. It does it look different in Hawaii versus. I, I I get your argument. We've talked about your mm-hmm. your point a lot. Well, what is your point? Are you trying to say that do they have a lot of restrictions, and are those restrictions limiting the limiting amount of jobs the amount of jobs back? that are available? Yeah. Would she go get another job, or people like her go mm-hmm. get another job? Were it readily available? So right. I guess that's my argument. Like, I can't answer that for now, but I can exactly. say I was watching this closely with California versus Florida with the do we call it the Alpha variant? It's the just, first variant. It's just the COVID nineteen. Because when you were looking, Florida has always had around a 5.0 unemployment rate during the, the first wave of COVID or the first year of COVID. Um, and it might, maybe it's not five, but it was around five in mm-hmm. case I'm off by a couple of percentage points. Yeah. But California, by comparison, had a much higher unemployment rate, despite the fact that Florida had less restrictions and California had more restrictions. Okay. So they had a higher unemployment rate? California had a higher unemployment rate with more restrictions. Florida had a lower unemployment rate with less restrictions, but both had around the same amount of deaths and um, um, infections. But that was the 2020 variant. Yeah. I guess that, to me, that just kind of like, that solidifies my argument. Like, of course they had a higher unemployment rate. They were shut down. Mm -hmm. And we opened back up, so we had a lower unemployment rate. I don't know. Right. Maybe I mean, it solidifies your argument. Oh, oh good. Although, okay. but but I'm just saying that we don't know what the restrictions are for Hawaii now. Yeah, I yeah, can only that's confirm fair. your 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 argument oh, based oh, on what oh, I knew last year. He was agreeing with me, y'all. Yeah, I was. I was. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. Unless we watch this back and I we realize that we were both arguing against. Well, because I'm sitting here, I'm like, I'm confused. What is your point? Like, your point was my point. Yeah, like, my you're, point you're is you're solidifying correct. my right. point. This is fantastic. We're okay. so used to arguing against each other. We're not really used to doing that. We we agree a lot of the time, but you do try to play devil's advocate a lot. So that's what I thought we were doing. I do here. I think it's interesting? <sighs> yeah. Um, she's planning to apply for the newly expanded SNAP assistance program, better known as food stamps, but doubts that will be enough to make up the difference. I'm just grasping for anything, she said. But haven't they had an ev- we had an eviction moratorium for a long time? Oh, but the problem is she's those are those are ending. ending. Yes, and she's worried That's about cool. what will happen. What's going to happen next? Because her job hasn't really come back yet. She's right. not getting enough hours. President Joe Biden's administration believes the U.S. economy is strong enough not to be rattled by evictions or to drop or the drop in unemployment benefits. Officials maintain that other elements of the safety net, like child the child tax credit and the SNAP program are enough to smooth things over. Sorry, there's a chocolate ad going on my screen right now. You I'm are getting a that, little that is horrible. She's worried about finding food and you have They're like a, pouring melted chocolate over ice cream right now. And I'm just you like, are oh, so God. privileged. You are so privileged <laughs> right now. Ice cream. You disgust me. <laughs> Okay, let's let's move on from that paragraph so I can stop looking at the chocolate. On Friday, a White House spoke, spokesperson said there was no plans to reevaluate the end of the unemployment benefits, and I think that's because they're worried about inflation. 
we don't get to read that part on our screen, guys, because of the aforementioned chocolate ad. $22 trillion economies work in no small part on momentum, and we have strong momentum going in the right direction on behalf of the American workforce, said Jared Bernstein, a member of the White House Council on Economic Advisors. Labor Secretary Marty Walsh said he believes the country's labor force was ready for the shift. Overall, the economy is moving forward. And let's be real. Maybe a majority of the economy or the, the workforce is ready for the shift. And this is just one particular person, with along with a lot of other particular people, who are not ready for the shift. Yeah. And that's inevitable. That's going to happen. It is going to happen. You're going to have people who are ready. And you're you're gonna always going to have people who slip through the cracks of these programs. Overall, the economy is moving forward and recovering, Walsh said in an interview. I think the American economy and the American worker are in a better position going into Labor Day 2021 than they were on Labor Day 2020. Walsh and the others point to encouraging job numbers. As of Friday, the unemployment rate was down to a fairly healthy 5.2%, but Andrew Stetler, a senior fellow at the Century Foundation, a left-leaning think tank, says the end of the expanded unemployment benefits is still coming too early. Wasn't everyone, I have a problem with that statement, wasn't everyone up in arms about the number, the low number of jobs that were added? Yeah, didn't Biden even release a thing? He was like, well, this is why it happened. It's because of COVID. Yeah. Although, again, I go back to Florida, we have a 5.0 unemployment rate, and we have the worst COVID numbers. Don't they keep heckling Florida because we have the worst COVID outbreak they, they currently? They do, yes. Yet we have one of the, a very low unemployment compared to all of these larger states. You can't have it both ways, guys. I know. Um, I'm so I'm so glad I got to share that on the podcast. I've been waiting for that. Uh, anyway, um, but yeah, it was like they added 235,000 more jobs, and they estimated 720,000. Again, we always say on this podcast, stop overestimating. Stop overshooting. If you overshoot, you're gonna fall. Like, give mm -hmm. it a what was the actual number? 235,000. And they estimated how many? Seven hundred twenty thousand. Okay, that was that was kind of that was kind of a gap. That was a pretty big gap. Mm -hmm. Like, I was gonna say like estimate like five hundred thousand, but that still would have been a pretty like fair gap. That would be half at least. Yeah, this is that's true. One third, one fourth, something like that. Something like that. You know, I'm not gonna one third, two thirty five, two fifty, seven fifty. Yeah, two fifty times three. We got there, y'all. Yeah. Um, what was the other point I was gonna make? I don't remember. Rather than setting an arbitrary deadline, Settler says the administration should have tied the end of the protections to specific economic recovery. I remember what I was going to say. The 235,000, and the only reason I'm clarifying this was because it took me all day to figure out. Mm -hmm. I don't know why they make it so confusing. When they say job growth, that does not imply that we've added 235,000 new open positions. Mm -hmm. It means that 235,000 people were employed during that month because remember back in july there were 10.1 million open jobs and there's 8.4 million unemployed people which sounds fantastic but if only 235,000 people got a job that's not very out good. of 8.4 million people that's not good it's not really good that's not good rather than setting an arbitrary deadline Biden should have tied the end of the protections to specific economic recovery metrics. It sounds like that's what they did. They said the unemployment rate is 5.2%. That sounds pretty safe to me. Let's roll with it. 
But anyway, he suggests three consecutive months mm-hmm. with na- he suggests three consecutive months with nationwide unemployment below five percent as a reasonable benchmark to trigger the end of the unemployment benefits. I don't know. I mean, I I see his point. They were just kind of like, okay, we're good now. We're we're done, and they didn't actually like make it like have it be an actual number like okay we have hit this point and here we are Mm -hmm. and now we're gonna end them it was just like okay well we're done yeah this looks good i see your point so theirs was kind of like okay it's ending now we're just not gonna redo it rather than and it was kind of like they it was like they said okay we're ending it but and and look Mm -hmm unemployment's at five percent instead of saying unemployment is now at five percent this is why we're ending it they kind of took their result Mm -hmm. and made it their point instead of like like made it fit their point instead of making that a benchmark like he said i almost feel bad for these people because uh, the the people who are relying on this unemployment because look at the eviction moratorium uh it ended and then biden came out and said we're extending it yeah. And then the Supreme Court said no. But then Biden came out again and said, No, 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 we're, we're, we're extending st- it. And he did that with something else. Student loans. Student loans said, yeah. we're going to extend it. And then it came around again. And he said, we're not going to extend it. No, I don't think he ever said that they weren't going to. He was just like, we don't know. Okay. But they ended up extending it. They did. But then they said the end is in January, I believe. Yes, the end is nigh. Anyway, my point is, if you had the expansion of these two programs and you know that the unemployment benefits are coming to an end, well... Everyone's expecting you to extend it. Right. And so you've already planned for that and now it's not going to happen. You're like, what? Yeah. I think you've you've made that point before as well that by extending these programs so much, mm-hmm. we're not mobilizing people and giving them the tools to get back on their feet themselves. But they're not really able to forecast the future. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of the big thing. It's like, well, do I need to start looking for a job now, or am I going to risk it? And are they? Am I going to be able to get this safety net? Yeah. Um, Biden and the Democrats who control Congress are at a crossroads, allowing the aid to expire as they focus instead on his more sweeping Build Back Better program. The $3.5 trillion proposal would rebuild many of these safety net programs, but it faces hurdles in the closely divided Congress. Really? I didn't I didn't think we read, read that. I know it's going to add the child tax credit, but I didn't think it was expanding unemployment benefits. I don't think it is. In the meantime, families will have to make do. I will add with getting a job. These are two very important things that are expiring. Are people going to hate me for saying that? Yeah. But again, I am sympathetic, but you should be looking for a job 16 months later. I think that's reasonable. There's no doubt that there will be families impacted by their expiration and that they will have additional hardships. Absolutely. I think if you're a single parent, you should be able to continue getting this federal unemployment. I was going to say, I think it's annoying how they've just, and you've said this from the beginning, Mm -hmm. you have already said, like, we should not have given every American what was it like $3,500 at the end of it 
think it was 600 the... plus 1200 plus a thousand don't you know i can do math anyway close to three thousand okay so three thousand dollars you have already said like from the beginning that we shouldn't have given every american three thousand dollars we should have given people who were actually affected in stimulus checks yes in stimulus checks mm -hmm. we should have given people who were actually affected their annual salary mm -hmm. and i kind of think it's the same with these different programs like mm -hmm. should we at year at, at year 1.5 or year one mm -hmm. have stopped and said obviously there are going to be people who no longer need this mm -hmm. let's implement more regulations mm -hmm. on how to get these assistance and i'm never in favor of making things harder to get like right. i feel like we make things hard to get already mm -hmm. but i do recognize that you have to have some limits and you have to have some cutoffs to right prevent things like this from happening mm -hmm. and and in this case we would maybe have been setting people up earlier for success and mm -hmm. continuing to help people who still need it rather than cutting them off cold turkey from everybody I like because what, we mm -hmm. didn't plan i like what you're saying so in my mind that equates to looking at which industries have been the most effective affected and those that have been and continue to be the most effective should still receive these federal unemployment benefits like the hospitality industry which with delta are having a are, are struggling downsurge again right are, are struggling to continue um maybe not specifically because of covid but because of people are generally afraid mm -hmm. i think that is reasonable and i think at the same time for this woman or, or for anyone in her situation you should have reasonable proof that shows you were looking for a job you were not able to get a job well she even has her job back but it said you know she's got her she's only getting 11 hours a month mm -hmm. versus the or working 11 days a month versus the 22 24 she was working before okay so if you're able to show proof of that and mm -hmm. show okay so maybe i don't need the entire assistance that i was getting right. before but could we continue part of this i think that's entirely reasonable i yeah i, w I would agree with that as, as a cold lizard person i think that's reasonable because yeah like i don't think that i don't know the industries that are doing fine i don't think they should have to receive federal unemployment yeah i mean if you're if your job has bounced back mm -hmm. like i'm thinking of people who like i don't know how often it happened but like all these like people who maybe could have worked from home mm -hmm. and then maybe lost their job for other reasons right and then just didn't go back into their field that is still like working from home mm -hmm. and just took the unemployment benefits because like you you've got to know that but like if you can see like oh your paralegal job mm -hmm. is not being heavily impacted because you know they have this data you know they have this information mm -hmm. then maybe you don't get to continue receiving these benefits so i see that I'm, i like that yeah, I completely agree. I mean, it, it's better than the black and white version of, well, we're either going to do them or we're not going to do them. Yeah, I think I think we could have planned better for this and mm -hmm. we could have made it to where we're not hurting these people who are in 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 the the, the gap. It's, social workers love to use the word gap because mm -hmm. there's always a gap between people who need stuff still and how they're able to get it. I think that's almost even can be an argument for my, my take on the uh, student loan reimbursement i i say like we should get rid of interest rates and blah 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 but maybe if they can see that you are making x amount of money per year then maybe you should be paying those interest rates because you can afford it while someone who maybe does a i don't know a, a job that makes less then it may be more effective for them not to have to pay those interest rates although that is unfair i mean i'm, I'm just spitting that out yeah yeah well because i was gonna say because they do have like income-based repayment plans for the student loans so that yeah, is sure. at least like that's a thing. 
But anyway, back on topic. Congressional Republicans had supported some of the initial COVID-19 outlays, but voted lockstep against Biden's $1.9 trillion recovery package earlier this year as unnecessary. Many argued against extending another round of unemployment aid, and Republicans vowed to oppose Biden's $3.5 trillion package. Lawmakers are expected to consider later this month. Is this just going to talk about... I think it's just going to talk about the economy and where they think it's going and all the things we've already said. Yeah, and now they're just throwing in buzzwords. Taylor said several major hotel chains have moved to permanently cut down on labor costs by reducing levels of service under the guise of COVID. A hotel in Hawaii, for example, has shifted to cleaning rooms every five days unless the guest specifically requests otherwise in advance. I was going to mention that. I think Disney had gone to doing that a while back, like before the pandemic even started. They had gone to, you specifically have to request your housekeeping mm-hmm. every day or every other day. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they'll only come in and like bring you fresh towels and things like that. I think that's totally reasonable. But they were giving you like a credit. So you could, would get like a $10 gift card per day that mm-hmm. you decline housekeeping. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. There's no reason they need to be doing the wash every day. Even if you are, like, a climate activist, you, sh- you, sh- you would love that. Yeah. Because, you know, you're using less wash and whatnot. I think that's great. But then it hurts jobs because they can cut down on hours. Yeah, that's true. So. But then maybe they can save money and they can open another hotel and to hire more people. And hire more people. That's Until, true. as we said in the last video, they hire robots to do all these jobs and then you're out of luck. Yes. Yes. You, you will eventually be out of luck, according to, to that article. The Delta variant of the coronavirus also poses a challenge threatening future school closures and the delay of plans to return workers to their offices. But again, if the workers are, I mean, that, that means they're working from home, so that, you know, that's not really a problem. Yeah. Walsh called the Delta variant an asterisk on everything. It's heartbreaking to know it didn't have to be this way, Wyden said. And that is Senator Ron Wyden, Democrat from Oregon, the chairman of the Finance Committee. He also said it's crucial, in an interview, it's crucial that Congress modernizes the unemployment insurance system as part of their package. I mean, if they're talking about kind of like what we talked about, I am totally on board. Yeah. It says he proposes to have jobless benefits more linked to economic conditions, mm-hmm. kind of like you said. So they won't expire in times of need. We've, we got to take the unemployment system into the 21st century. Oh, what about this idea? And I'm just spitballing here. What if, because my I have always held the argument that if you cannot find a job somewhere, you should move to a location that costs less. Like if you can't afford the cost of living yeah. and you can't find a job there, you should move to a place with a lower cost of living. And I've always said that is 100% not feasible it is feasible it's not 100 percent feasible for everybody but it's feasible it's like i don't understand why people still live in cities like 15 dollars an hour in a city if you're fighting for that hardly gets you anything yeah. i think the standard of living in new york is well above 15 dollars an hour anyway what was your point my point was what if we had a, a federal relocation assistance program where we cover the cost of your move and that sends you to I mean, it doesn't send you somewhere. You you decide 
yeah. where you want to go. Well, I think... And you get set up with a job anyway. I was going to say, I would think for something like that, maybe you have to show proof that you have a job opportunity. Yeah, in absolutely. That, in that area, so... I think maybe it would have to be, like, yeah, you'd have to get confirmation from that, that person. Yeah. And then we help with that move. And maybe we don't help for someone who lives in Hawaii to move to, yeah. like, the States. I mean, that would be ridiculously expensive. Um... But I, th I think that would be helpful, especially for people who are stuck in the cities, because that is a huge problem. Mm -hmm. And moving is, it's not super expensive, but uh, for a family. It can be. Yeah. On, on maybe on low income or living in the city and they don't have a lot of disposable income. It's very expensive. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that would be helpful. It's an option. It's sure. an idea. It is an idea. But let us know in the comments down below. Obviously, we didn't give that idea a whole lot of thought, but it's interesting nonetheless. And of course, these are always our opinions, our thoughts on how things should be. No, and it's how not. To... We are given a script by our overlords back there. No, there's no one back there. But These are our opinions and our thoughts and our feelings on how we think things should Nancy be. Nancy Pelosi is back there <laughs> controlling our run for Congress. Not Nancy Pelosi. Don't, don't listen. <laughs> Um, anyway, like, subscribe, do all the youtube -y things where you get us more likes and views. Share with your friends and enemies, and let us know in the comments down below what you think of our ideas in terms of the, what did we say, the, 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 uh, unemployment, unemployment benefits based on need. the, based on and need the and the impact in the job market and the idea for the federally assisted relocation program if anyone wants to share us with nancy pelosi um please do so except for that one video where i kind of went off on her that was so funny that was such a great clip for the instagram and my face and i was just i did like a double take i was like it was great <laughs> I, I did go off a little bit but anyway um also don't forget to do all of the social media stuff i feel like you said that already yeah probably but do it twice do it do it twice well, damn it <laughs> No, don't like follow. Don't click the follow button and then click it again because then you'll unfollow us. Oh, so if true. you have to do it, do it three times. We <laughs> um, should probably just just end this. See you in the next one. Bye, guys. <laughs>